1: Welcome into Poke the Bear episode 142. That is Connor Ryan. I'm Evan Marinovsky. Connor, what is up?
2: Evan, I'm doing swell. How you doing?
1: Doing great. Doing great. Allergies are starting to get to me. I think it's that time of year I was saying to you before we went on. Just, you know, I just, it's just so hot and the, the pollen and everything. So um, I am battling through the elements here uh to to bring you this uh poke the bear but I would I would have it no other way um it was a tough night last night Connor because even though the Bruins won it's the end of the regular season and what a journey it was I mean my goodness uh you just look at I mean I don't you don't you don't need me to tell you Jack Edwards at the end of the broadcast was just rattling on and on and on stats and everything. Like, this- legend
2: says that he is still in the booth up in Bell Center, like still gr- gr- running through like an entire encyclopedia of stats. He's not stopped.
1: No, he is we're not. Recording
2: stopped. The, we're recording this Friday morning, and he's still going on. He's just at like the part of the Ross. He's at like the, the, the D like the D. He's got Dmitry Orlov talking about his stats. Like he's got a long way to go.
1: Long way to go. And Bruce, he you might know, be he- in
2: Florida by that time.
1: You know, he loved it because uh, it was in Bell Center. So he got to just completely stick it in them, uh, stick it to the Canadians a little bit more. Um, But hell of a regular season. I mean, I remember sitting here uh, doing the the preseason episodes and we were like, you know, guys, this team's actually pretty good. Like if they can survive that stretch at the beginning of the year when they have all those injuries, look at it like they have the depth. If they, if, if everyone plays their capabilities and Montgomery, uh, his system works and on and on. The only thing I think you said, I think, Omar would have the edge. I think I had said Swayman. So that was kind of one area where we differed, but we both were high on this team, but I mean, no one was 65 wins high. I mean, you think about it. Everything went right this year, like legitimately. And again, we'll get to playoffs in a second, but break, you know, regular season everything went right
2: yeah I think you look at it right and we look at getting looking into the playoffs and I think for weeks now we've talked about all right let's get let's get rolling here we already know like where they are you know where where they're going all this stuff let's hurry on but I think it's important just to recognize as you said just what an accomplishment this year was and I, I think when we look back on it I I think our line of thinking Evan was we looked at just the various segments of the roster and how much of a lift they'd get from Bergeron being back, obviously Krejci coming back and Montgomery. And I think we talked about that, even if we didn't at the time know what Montgomery was going to provide, just having a new coach, a fresh perspective, those things, just get a little bit, you draw a little bit more out of every single player. It's kind of like the Celtics last year had a coaching change and, you know, um, obviously did not end well, but in terms of what a, a fresh voice and a, a new system Brings it just gets a little bit more out of every player, and I think when we looked at the stuff that needed to go right, it wasn't like you know the twenty three Red Sox where this 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 needs to go right. The Bruins needed a lot. Yes, Bruins need a lot to go their way, but what we expected, what they needed to have happen, was not anything that was out of the realm of possibility. Like the Red Sox need Chris Sale to be vintage Chris Sale and Justin Turner to hit twenty five bombs. Yoshida to not, you know, miss a beat coming over from Japan, and then Adam Duvall's wrist to Adam wrist to
1: magically cure itself.
2: They they need an absurd uh, amount of things to go their way. And again, the, the Bruins had to have stuff go well, but it was like, all right, we need Jake DeBrusse to, you know, build off of what he did last year. We didn't need him to get forty goals, but thirty goal pace. He was on that before he got hurt. Uh, you look at like Lindholm Lintolm, and another year in the system to take a step forward. Pavel Zaka, you know, in a new system, did we expect almost 60 points? The guy was a point behind Bergeron in scoring. Did we expect that? No, but a guy that could hit 40 points and build off of that. Frederick, uh, with a, a new system with Montgomery, could he build off of it? You look at the, the way the defense was structured with Lindholm another year into it. Like, all these things weren't anything that, you know, I think with a Bruins Scott individually with all these players, we didn't expect it to, you know, be Lentholm being a Norris candidate. Zaka almost 60 points but I think we all expected each of those players in their role to take just a little step forward and they did that and I think you see that's why this team is so deep as it is because just so many players I think pulled on the rope in various points we can look at Pasternak with 60 goals and we can look at Olmark and and Swayman how fantastic they've been and guys like Bergeron haven't missed a beat but um, I think when you just look at so many guys took steps forward it's impressive you know it's one thing where I think if you look at like old Bruins teams from even just a few years ago, you almost have these like 95 ranked players and then it'd be like a dip and you've got a lot of like seventies. You've got like, you got a 98, (laughs) 95, a 94, 92, 91, 88, 88, 88, 87, 85. Like you've got so many guys that have played in that, that are, you know, key roles to this team. I mean, even, I, I think you just look at the last, two weeks where the Bruins have been resting guys and they still win what fifteen or sixteen to close out the year. If David Craigie gets hurt in previous years, we're you know hitting the hitting the sirens and they haven't missed a beat with a guy like Zaka stepping in there with next to Bertuzzi. So it's just a testament to just how much depth this team has. And again, we're ready for the playoffs. I think we're ready to you know get past the regular season, all these things, but um it should definitely should be you know recognized in terms of just what they did over such an extended stretch this year.
1: And I, again, obviously, I know it's been talked about a lot, but if they, you know, obviously they don't win the cup, we're not going to look back fondly on this season and be like, oh my God, that was a great regular season just to let everybody down so hard in the playoffs. Um, before we get into playoff stuff and and some uh, Bergeron and Olmark things, as you were mentioning guys like Zaka and Lindholm and Olmark, uh, even Frederick and DeBrusque, uh, we expect, you know, we expected David Posnack to have a huge year still, you know, went past above and beyond what, what we thought he would do. Um, but did they overachieve? Because it's funny, you know, like Pavel Zaka obviously did not come close to 60 points, uh, you know, earlier in his career in his time with New Jersey as New Jersey fans will, will never hesitate to remind you, uh, Hampus Lindholm, you know, over 50 points plus 50 this season or or something around there. Um, But I still think those guys are paid similar to what that that level of production is. So in the way, yes, I think they were all best case scenarios. They all, you know, achieved, I think, at their highest. I don't think it was overachieving. I don't think this was a case of, um, I don't know, uh, you know, Trent Frederick putting up 50 points or something like that. You know, like it was it was still realistic. And I think in future seasons, yeah, you know, will Hampus Lindholm hit 50 points next season? I don't know, maybe not, but it will be somewhere close. It won't be so far off. What do you think?
2: Yeah, no, I agree. Not, I don't think there's any like outliers or something where you look at. It's not like the 0-1 diving back where like Luis Gonzalez hit 57 bombs out of frigging nowhere and they just never did it again. We were like, well, that was kind of weird. Or like Ellsbury when he like almost hit like 35 bombs.
1: Oh, yeah, He hit her in
2: 2011 when he yep. like, probably should have won MVP, but I digress. Yeah. Um, But it's not like one of those situations where you're like, well, that was kind of weird. Like, all right, we'll see if they can build off of it. Like, yes, is Lindholm going to be a perennial Norris guy? I don't know. But at the very least, I think you know he's a guy that is a legit top-pairing guy, can drive his own defensive pairing. and can give you 40 points over a season. I think, Zaka, you're looking at where where he was to start the year, where he ends it as a guy that can be a 2C next year. I mean, again – meant to be seen if they can re-sign Bertuzzi. But if you tell me next year, regardless of the question marks uh, down the middle, if your second line is you know Bertuzzi, Zaka, Pasternak, that's a pretty good second line. That line's going to do a lot of damage next year and for probably the years ahead. So, yeah, I-, I think you look at it, there's not like any single one where you're like, well, didn't expect that. Maybe like Omar going from, I think, a very solid goalie to the best in the league. Maybe that's one where you're like, whoa. All right, well didn't really see that, but
1: you can't expect that every um, single year.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I think it's just one of those things where every single player I think just took a step or two, or maybe three, forward. You know, it's again other than a few choice guys that I think really elevated themselves beyond just good to great to elite. Um, I think just everyone kind of again just pulled on that rope and, and took a took a step forward for this team.
1: You know, you mentioned Olmark, uh, you know, I think everyone in Boston, every Bruins fan around the world, uh, their hearts stopped uh, when uh, Olmark had to leave the game and Nesson showed the replay and he's going from post to post uh, and it's not exactly looking great. It was funny uh, on Thursday night on uh, NBC, Felger goes to me, he's like, what's the real reason that like, well, what does Linus Olmark really have? Like, what's, what's the real injury here? And I'm so, like, I, you give me know, the I, x-rays of it. <laughs> what, what do you, Dr. Marinowski, what do you think? Um, and you know, I gotta be honest, I you know, obviously doesn't look good. Uh, he'll be back uh, on the ice. Uh, Montgomery said, uh, Friday, the day we're recording in the morning, um, uh, on Friday, and uh, Bergeron left uh, the game against Montreal on Thursday as well, which also didn't look uh, amazing. His whole family's there, um, you know, but again, precautionary stuff. They said Omar was precautionary, they said he'll be back skating. Uh, Omar concerns me a little more. And uh, this, in the same, in the sense that, like, it would suck if they lost in the playoffs. And on breakup day, Olmark said, "Yeah, I've been dealing with this ever since that play happened." And mm-hmm. everyone's like, "Damn!" Like, and then you start second guessing: should he have been playing the rest of the season? Again, I'm going way far in the future here, but I still think it's something to keep a little eye on. Is there any lingering thing there with Olmark? But as we've said multiple times you have a pretty good backup option, Jeremy Swayman. So I think even if Olmark has to take a game off, needs time to recover or rest or whatever, it's not Yaroslav Halak back there or uh, Bruins legend Manny Fernandez, uh, 0809 legend. Yes. Uh, You have Jeremy Swayman there, who I do think provides um, a good service for the Bruins.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think you've kind of got your bases covered there. And um, it's something that I think even... Montgomery mentioned that it's not often you see a team have to turn to two goalies in the playoffs, but it has worked in the past. I think, was it, did Grubauer start the, the Caps cup run, right? I think he did, right? So again, that's where it kind of went south. A good goalie that, um, you know, kind of hit a wall there. So um, not to say that Bryn's going to follow that same exact script, but having another very, very solid goalie or having two legit, you know, quality netminders uh, can come in handy during the playoffs, which is encouraging. And again, I think it's not—it's not great. You don't want to see a guy like Old Mark, especially um, leave a game like that, especially when you look on the replay and you're like, "Oh, oh, there's something there." Like, I don't—I uh, don't like that. The one thing I think probably can—I don't know if it reassures Bruins fans, but maybe just gets you back centered in the reality is that all these guys are banged up, and that even if we didn't see an injury on uh against the capitals he's probably still fighting something like every single player is so um that's the one thing that i don't know if that reassures you that everyone's already hurt already for the playoffs but (laughs) it's
1: uh it's the nature of the beast as they say it's an even playing field Uh, yeah exactly everyone
2: feels like crap heaven already let's play two more months of this
1: so do we, we're injured too. You know, we've, uh, our voices and our, our fingers from typing and our brains, yeah. you know, just, uh, we're, we're battling through stuff too.
0: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.
1: Bruins Panthers. First round. Matchup is set. Marathon Monday. begin. That's going to be a crazy day. My God. Uh, that is uh, why we love this city uh, for days like that. Um Obviously, the Bruins avoid uh, the Islanders, which is kind of the matchup that, I mean, obviously no one was picking the Islanders, but I think people said, ah, that's not going to be the easiest series. Uh, This is definitely the uh, easier of the two series, but uh, I still don't think it's going to be a full cakewalk. I think it will be somewhat of a cakewalk, but I don't think it will be. I still think there are things that give me a little pause about the Panthers. Um, Obviously, Matthew Kachuk being in the mix is going to be uh a hell of an element to this series. I think it makes it fun. I think this there's a chance that um this is kind of a nothing series. Remember when the Bruins played the Red Wings uh back in 2014 uh when they were that, you know, Presidents yeah. Trophy wagon of a season. I think it was like Bru- Bruins won that series in five games I want to say. Um I think, so. I think and it was just kind of, you know, like it was just around, I don't know. It was, you know, there wasn't a lot to it. Uh this has that same feel. Uh, but Kachuk gives this series an added level of flavor, uh, which I think it kind of really needs. Now, the Bruins do have the pieces to kind of combat Kachuk. Um, but one area that's interesting, Connor, is the in-net. Because yeah. this Alex Lyon guy, 30-year-old, journeyman kind of goalie, uh, he's been hot. it has been hot of late. And one thing the Bruins had a little trouble this year with was these, like, you know, goalies who would just stand on their head, who were not, you know, you're not typical like Sorokin's or uh, Shosturkin's or Vasilevsky's. It was sort of like the the Cam Talbots of the world, or these you know journeyman kind of guys. Now, I don't think that wins the Panthers the series, uh, but I do think that provides an interesting level, uh, something to watch at least in the series.
2: Yeah, I think so, and I think the Lions probably the reason they're in the playoffs, right? Because Bobrovsky really bad. That's horrible. Has just oh. been, that dude has just been. Knocking back margaritas at Margaritaville in Hollywood, Florida. And just chilling and taking... <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. He, he, he doesn't switch things up. There's no pina colada or anything. Just straight margaritas. So, I mean, who's to who's to judge, Evan, right? But again, I guess...
1: He secured the bag. He secured yes, the it's, bag. Yeah. And said, I was like, like, who's to judge? I'm
2: but sure but I'm for, probably Panthers fans who see him make like, that much money. Are probably like, well, I, I guess I can judge because... Kodak anyway, Black, um, Kodak yes,
1: Black, exactly, yes, exactly. Is, is Kodak Black going to be a Panthers, a, a Bruins, fan or Panthers captain? fan banner captain?
2: Oh man, they should bring him in for the fin- yeah. They should bring him in for for at least game one or two, right? Just set the they, tone early.
1: They but, have to. They have
2: to. Yes, uh, but yeah, I, I think Lyon is a guy that the Panthers wouldn't be here without him, and it's a testament to him. And for especially for a guy like him who's a. Um, you know, a straight journeyman. It's not like he's this, like, guy who's bounced around for a few teams, but has been an NHL-level uh, netminder. So it's a great story, and he's played very well. I mean, he's also not really – have. he doesn't really have the best events in front of him. Like, Panthers can score in bunches, but um, they give up quite a bit down the other end of the ice. So uh, it, it is a tougher matchup for the Bruins in terms of it's not like it's a guy who you have a, a – years worth of footage on, like Bobrovsky. Um, So I think that is something that is a bit of a variable, but I think you just look at what Florida's main floor is, and you can maybe say it is goaltending, but I think it has to be the defense, right? I think they're 20th in the league in goals against. um, Again, they can – it's one of those teams where you look at them and they can, I think, beat a couple teams just off that firepower alone, but Bruins are a team the way they're built that are able to counter that, right? Like the Bruins have the means to – trade goals and win a game 6-4, but th- they can also shut down teams. So even if um, the Panthers can get a, a couple of goals past Ole Mark or Swayman, uh, it won't be to the level that I'm sure they're expecting. And again, down the other end of the ice, whether it's, you know, these guys like Brandon Montour, Forrest Lang, or, or Radko Gudis, who's a tough guy but not known as a stout D-zone shutdown player, right? The Bruins should be able to land punches down the other end of the ice, and I don't see how a guy like Lyon is going to be the guy that stops them from getting those three, four five goals a game.
1: Hell of a season from Brandon Montour, by the way, over 70. Yeah, I, Ridiculous. I, had to, I, had to,
2: I had to double check that. I was like, huh? Was
1: and I, I, it had,
2: I It's like, hockey will is on- wilding on me.
1: I'll be honest. I had no idea until recently. Cause it's just, I feel like no one's been talking about him or anything. He's just been low key having this incredible season down um, in Florida. One thing is, uh, you know, people are like, Oh, it's, you know, the two last president's trophy winners in the first round. And it's like, this is a very different Panthers team than than the team that was there last year. Um, this is very different. Uh, obviously Kachuk has been an upgrade over Huberto, uh, but missing Uyghur has been huge. It's been Def- brutal. Yeah, defensively they just haven't been that great in net. There's, you know, again, line as we said, line's been good, but like Bobrovsky's not been great. They really don't have much going on in net. So, like, this is a very this is a much worse team. They also lost pieces um in the off season. Um, that third liner who went to Dallas. Um. Oh, I'm blanking on Marchment. Was. Marchment. Marchment. Um, had like 50 points last year. Like they were a team that overachieved heavily last year, and this year kind of just fell back to earth a bit. Um, and it's funny because there were people at the beginning of the year being like, "Oh, they're back to first place again." And it's like, take a look at that roster. I don't think that's going to be the case with them, um, this year. It's funny, like looking at the other matchups in the around the league. You know, you have Devils, Rangers, and uh, that, which is going to be the. I think that's going to be the going fun the first as hell. That's gonna be fun as hell. Um, but I think it's a good thing. The Bruins have earned the right to not have an exciting series in the first round. That's what you want. You don't want to be facing, um, you know, the the you don't want to be facing the Leafs, the Lightning in the first round. Let them duke it out, and you can go to Florida, chill, beat the Panthers, whatever it is. Um, so again, how how do the Bruins win this series? Because I think there's a number of ways they can do it, but how do you think they end up doing it?
2: Yeah, I think it's got to be just capitalizing down the other end of the ice. And again, the Panthers have that firepower. Like, that's not, you know, just, you know, say they, they the Bruins are going to stonewall them. They've averaged close to four goals a game against the Bruins in four matchups. They've, you know, uh, they've been very good in that regard in terms of getting the best. And the way they attack, they can do it a number of ways. You got Kachuk, who can do a little bit of everything, but is a, a force down low. Barkov, you know, has won a Selkie. He's a He's almost like a, a a tier above, like a guy like Coyle. That he's a, a really big-bodied center that's tough to knock off the puck. He's six three, two hundred and fifteen. Um, great player there. You've got guys like Verhage who has forty-two goals. Um, their defense again, their biggest flaw, but they also love jumping into the play. Montour and Forsling and these guys—they they're almost kind of like the pan—not uh, the Panthers, but the the Maple leafs and that a lot of you see a lot of the chances can get generated by a lot of guys kind of trailing behind the play they love drop passes love kind of attacking in waves like that which is tough for even a very good goalie to to corral that um so they will get their chances and they will land some punches i i, I don't doubt that at all i think it's just down the other end of the ice you either need lion to be superhuman or um another guy to step up because just that personnel like whether it's montour Forcing who aren't really known for that ekblad who you know very solid player, but he's taking a big step back defensively, I think, without Uyghur. I think is kind of like that Jacob Slavin kind of guy that maybe gets under – you know, doesn't get noticed as much, but every single guy you stapled to his D-pair, they the numbers turn out great. Like, he is a really, really good defenseman, and they missed him quite a bit. So, I think for the Bruins, it's all about just capitalizing in the offensive zone because whether it's that, at uh, five-on-five, power play, um, they just – Florida doesn't have the personnel that can kind of withstand if the Bruins are, are playing at a high level. And again, it's not like years past where it's like, all right, the Bruins can, you know, score a couple of goals, but it's got to be the usual guys, right? You need the Bergeron line to convert and they should. It's like, well, even if they bottle up Bergeron, you've got the Krejci line, you've got, Coil with Bertuzzi. You've got the fourth line has been playing well. You've got the defensemen who are jumping into the play. Like, you've got so many more avenues.
1: Lena Solmark in that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yes, people aren't talking about that. So it's, it shows you just how deep this team is that, yes, they have the means to, to generate a lot of uh, offensive zone damage, but it doesn't have to be just the usual guys. Like, they've got so many different players that can and will, you know, probably take advantage of what the Panthers are giving them.
1: So it's time, Connor. It's time. It's time to make our predictions for this, uh, for this series. I don't think anyone will be surprised at who we pick to win the series. Uh, but what is your official Connor Ryan stamp of approval prediction for Bruins Panthers?
2: I'm going to go five games. Uh, and I, I, that's, you know, I feel like, when you label it as like a gentleman's sweep like that, it's like disrespecting the opponent or it's saying that it's gonna be kickwalk. I don't I don't I think the Panthers are a good team. Like they don't play the stingy kind of game where I think if you play the Highlanders, you're gonna have a couple of two one, three, two games that are gonna, you know, be nail biters. But uh Panthers are playing very well. They played very well down the stretch here. They deserve a lot of credit for that. Um, they have given the problems the Bruins problems in terms of uh you know, scoring some goals against them, they are a pretty physical team. Like whether it's not just Kachuk but Gudas, they they can uh, you know land some welts against you. I think Matthew Kachuk is going to be a fantastic heel in this series. Like just uh, for everything he does, um, so it's going to be entertaining. It's just I, I think you look at the Panthers, their strengths don't necessarily carry them against a team like the Bruins in terms of known a team that's anchored by their defense and goaltending. Like you can't really have a clear cut advantage for Florida in that regard. And then down the other end of the ice, their flaws, I don't think can be, you know, covered up if they're playing the Bruins in terms of just where that defense is at. Like, you know, a team can be a high flying, you know, fun offense first team, but it's not a good formula to go into the playoffs when you've got a 20th ranked defense and a not very good penalty kill as well. It's just, you you need that kind of bread and butter to anchor you over a long playoff run.
1: I hate to say it, Connor. I have the exact
2: oh, no. same oh God! Oh God!
1: Bruins in five. I know. I know. Uh, I have a. I always have a tough time picking a sweep. Um, I just think it's hard to do. It's doesn't happen often. Uh, the Panthers beat the Bruins twice this year. I think they will. They will win one game. It'll be in Florida. Um, they'll take either game three or four. Uh, but I think the Bruins have no problem in the series at all. I don't. I just think that for all the reasons you said and more, I just think it'll be a high scoring series. I have no doubt it'll be high scoring, uh, but I think there's too many layers to the Bruins' defense to let the Panthers' offense walk all over them, and then once it's out of that range, I think it's Bruins have the advantage in every... I mean, the Bruins have the advantage in everything in the series anyway, uh, but just defensively, the Bruins are so much better. and net, they're so much better. Um, so yeah, I don't see this being a close series, which is kind of, you know, again, I, we like exciting stuff. We like exciting playoff hockey. Um, this, I don't... You know, there might be some exciting games in here. Hopefully, there'll be some, you know exciting games uh but fortunately there's lots of other exciting games I said going on around the league so um you can you can kind of the heart doesn't start to need need to race until rounds two and beyond then then you can kind of really get into it it then the blood really starts pumping then it gets interesting uh as we said connor playoffs are beginning what can people look forward to from you over at uh, boston.com and the boston globe
2: Yeah, we're going to have you covered every step of the way, whether it's, you know, the game recaps, the features, the breakdowns, all that stuff's going to be over at boston.com and the Globe um, every single day. So please read and subscribe over there. Um, We're going to have you covered throughout this cup run for however long it goes. So please do that. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at Connor Ryan underscore 93.
1: Go do all that. And remember to go subscribe to New England Hockey Journal. That is Connor Ryan. I'm Evan Marinovsky. Poke the Bear listeners. Have a great rest of your week.